Welcome back to Making Art Work. We're here for our second part of a two-part interview with Lawrence Lowe, the newly appointed music director of Symphoria, Syracuse's own professional orchestra. Larry, welcome back. Thanks for having me again. So I wonder if, you know, we talked a lot last uh, in our last interview about specifically about Symphoria and your role with the orchestra, and I wonder if we could back up a few steps and look at the orchestral field as a whole. Um, obviously, you've been in the field for many years, um, you know, from your training on through many staff positions with various orchestras across the country. And I wonder if you could talk about what challenges you see for the orchestral field as a whole, um, short term and long term. So, you know, things that are happening now and then where should we be going, say, 10 years down the road? Yeah, we, well, I mean, there are a lot of challenges. The the expense uh, of running an orchestra, of course, is is a lot, um, but the impact that an orchestra can have on a community is also a lot. And so, it's balancing that. It's finding um, it's finding the best way to make yourself a part of the community that that is such a value that you can't imagine uh, the community without it. And that's something that um, I think Syracuse, uh, uh, as a city, is realizing about Symphoria. Um, because of its, um, uh, I, I would say, relatively strong start, mm-hmm. uh, that people are very excited about uh, the the idea of having this orchestra again, but a new one. You know, this is a new orchestra, even if a lot of the musicians are from the old organization. And so it's um, it's finding the relevance and uh, and finding its place in the cu- community. Uh, a major challenge, I would say, is that uh, orchestral performance, just in general, is an old tradition, mm-hmm. and it's it's one that is, uh, by its nature, conservative. And it's uh, the challenge is finding a way for the orchestra to remain flexible in modern times, and that's something that uh, you know, for example, the the orchestra currently, Symphoria, is offering many different kinds of concerts. We have traditional concerts, but we also have classical or casual classical concerts. We have spark concerts. We have pops concerts. We have chamber music, uh, education, uh, many different ways to reach the community. And it's not just come to our classical concerts, period. And that's what we do. Sit quietly. Sit quietly. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't clap between movements. Don't open any candy don't, wrappers. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, there there's so many things that people, I think, worry about when they think about the stereotypical, overly formalized uh, classical concert. You know, and what what we want to do is, of course, we don't want to we don't want to stop doing things that are traditional. Mm-hmm. We don't want to stop doing those kinds of concerts. Sure. But we also want to take down some of the barriers. And um, in modern times, we can use technology. We can use uh, uh, modern music. You know, I think uh, a mix of of exciting new music and traditional music is, is of course, a great formula uh, because all traditional old music was new at some point. And there are some amazing new composers and new pieces that uh, that that we want to champion. So, um, th- I think that is um, uh, one of the many little things that we're doing to change and remain uh, flexible in in this time. And you talk about maintaining that core uh, of the traditional music. Why why do you need to maintain that? Well, because it's great. I mean, it it, it survived centuries because it's it's 
it's music that speaks to people. Uh, I opened my, uh, my, this season with Symphoria with uh, Beethoven Five, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't get more traditional than that. That, that music, hundreds of years old, has, uh, has been played many, many times. And, you know, why play it again? But it is exciting and incredible music that uh, every time that you do it, it is exciting and scary at the same time. <laughs> and it's popular for a it's reason. Popular, yeah, it's popular because uh, it speaks to people. The way that it was written was brilliant. And there are so many ways to interpret it, and that's why that piece gets performed so much. In the same program, we did uh, a newer piece by Michael Torkey called Javelin. Yeah, it's yeah, a great and, piece. Right, and it's a great piece. It is a, a modern classic. I mean, it is. Uh, it was written actually in the 20th century, mm-hmm. not the 21st. So it is. A, it is a modern piece, but uh, but it's already considered a classic by many orchestras and. And it was a great way to open the concert. I felt like uh, uh, people re- responded to it very positively. And that that concert actually was meant to present pieces from different centuries, and I think it did a good uh, good job with that. And as I mentioned in my my intro on the part one of our interview, you're uh, you're very up to date on technology. And I wonder, do you feel like as you're talking about innovation and new ways for orchestras to engage with the community, what role could or should technology play in that interaction? Well, yeah, you know, I think it, it, it should play a part. You know, there are definitely pieces that require technology. Uh, there, there are um, pieces that we've programmed in Pittsburgh recently with... Um, you know, with Mason Bates, the composer Mason Bates, mm-hmm. that use that use technology, use sampling, use uh, live uh, uh, electronica, and uh, and we integrate these electronic sounds with the acoustic sounds of the orchestra, and and that's something that is is a wonderful mix of of using modern technology with very very old instruments and old way of of, of making sound. Uh, one uh, another thing that Symphoria has done in the past uh, that that uses modern technology is um, live video. Mm-hmm. In some of our concerts, we'll have video where we ha- we have uh, cameras that actually can get the audience to see more close up what's happening up there. Right. Because really, a lot of what the orchestra is doing on a microscopic level, you know, if you just look at their fingers, uh, it is pretty amazing. You know, yeah. it, it's it's like Olympics. It, it it takes such a uh, high level of skill is so specialized, and I think it's interesting for people to be able to see that. And so you know we've experimented with doing that. I think that that's something that um, brings the audience closer. You have to be careful not to to use things like that too much because uh, then you know you might as well just watch it on on TV. You know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I think it has to be a mix of of using technology wisely to enhance specific concerts. Uh, that concert had chamber music, so um, it was particularly good when there were just a, a few people on the stage and you were sitting very far away to be able to see more close up what was happening. Uh, and I think that that it worked really well with that program, but maybe not with every program. Right. So the the for those who aren't aware, you know, who are listening, the the orchestra model and not for profit arts model in the U.S. in general is that a you know a certain amount of your revenue comes from ticket sales, a certain amount comes from fundraising. Um, as a music director of an American orchestra, 
you know, I'm sure you're no stranger to raising money and working with those those donors. Do you look forward to doing that here in Syracuse? Oh, definitely, because uh, not only uh, is it uh, – I, I definitely view it as, as one of my major responsibilities, uh, but it's a way for me to get to know the, uh, the people in the community and to get to know people who care about the community, who uh, are interested in what's happening. Uh, and I think, I think it helps, uh, especially in, in Syracuse where our situation is there was another orchestra – uh, that went away and this new orchestra emerged and I'm not connected to the old orchestra. And so I think in, in a way, uh, you know, I, I have a, a, a unique voice. It, it doesn't have any of the, of the I don't, I don't want to necessarily call it baggage, but I think there is baggage. Sure. Uh, but, but because I have a fresh association with Syracuse and with this orchestra and a very strong interest in making things succeed here, uh, because I care about the orchestra and care about music in central New York. Uh, I think that I have a, a, a strong voice in, in helping raise awareness and raise money for the organization. It is, uh, I think it's that and, and being music director, the musical side, those are the two biggest responsibilities that I have. And so I, I take that responsibility seriously and look forward to it. Great. And um, in terms of your desire to make things a success here uh, along those lines you're you're moving your entire family to Syracuse what uh, what made you decide to to take that leap and to move everyone up here into the frozen tundra <laughs> <laughs> right and it's January as we're recording this so yeah uh, it's a little chilly it is right yeah um, but it, well first um, I, I think it's important for uh, for this orchestra in particular to have me here to be able to do as much as possible to help the orchestra uh, remain strong in its birth and for you know whatever number of years that I'll be here, and so uh, so the the most effective way for me to do that is to actually be here. Uh, we currently live in Pittsburgh, where I am finishing uh, my tenure as currently resident conductor there, and I'm also with the youth orchestra. My other position is in northeastern Pennsylvania, where I'm music director of the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic. Mm -hmm. And that that orchestra is about a two-hour drive from Syracuse. And I'll continue work with that orchestra. And being here actually makes – it consolidates my my uh, two music director positions. And so, uh, so I'll be able to be more effective there because I could get there a lot more often. Mm -hmm. And uh, And, you know, I, I don't want to just do things surrounding the week that I'm conducting – I want to be able to 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 go and and meet with people on other weeks uh, that I'm you know, simply living here, and so um, so we we decided to do this. The kids are are young enough, uh, twelve and and nine, where of course it will be somewhat disruptive, but they are both um, okay with us moving. You know that was something we went to make sure, sure. Uh, especially with a twelve year old who's in middle school now. I know that it can be hard. I, I moved between sixth and seventh grade, just mm -hmm. like he will. And that and that was definitely something I didn't look forward to at the time, but uh in you know, in retrospect I was very resilient and uh and it didn't take me very long at all to adjust. And uh you know, we're gonna make it as as strong a chance as possible for our kids to be successful in this transition. That that is uh probably the biggest concern, but but 
you know, the schools here are excellent and we look forward to yeah. it. Great. So we should look for you in Wegmans. Yeah, exactly. I've already okay. actually this week <laughs> I've been to Wegmans already. So how could you not? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's great. We're so lucky to have Wegmans. Uh, tell me about it. So this is not an ad for Wegmans, but <laughs> Wegmans is great. <laughs> Thank you, Larry, so much for being here. It's great to have you here and we'll look forward to seeing you many times in the near future. Thanks, Travis. Making Art Work is produced by the Arts Administration Program at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York, with support provided by the Department of Communication and Film Studies and WLMU Radio, as well as our broadcast partner, WCNY Classic FM. Our theme song was written by Lemoyne College music faculty member Edward Brahowski and performed by the Bang on a Can All-Stars. For more information about Arts Administration at Lemoyne, visit lemoyne.edu slash artsadmin or follow us on Twitter at LMCArtsADMN. I'm your host, Travis Newton, hoping you'll join us again next time on Making Art Work.